When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What is up, family? Y'all know what it is. It is time for kickoff on Speak, and it is a huge NFL Monday. As you see behind me, Jalen Hurts, he did what Jalen Hurts does. Put the team on his back with the game on the line, and he won the game courtesy of that QB draw. But most importantly, now I'm really thinking, how did Jalen Hurts propel himself to the MVP standings? As I think about my ballot and what I'm looking at right now with several weeks left to play, Hurts is officially number one on my ballot, followed by Patrick Mahomes, Tua Tungabon, by Aloha. Then Trent Williams, because to me, Trent Williams is actually the most valuable player on that incredible Niners team. And then lastly, Lamar Jackson. The five-touchdown performance by Jalen Hurts in yesterday's really gotta-have-it game versus another very good team. It propels Hurts, to me, to the top of the MVP. There's only one team with one loss in football, and it's Jalen Hurts' Philadelphia Eagles. Also, LaShawn McCoy's Philadelphia Eagles. Don't forget the Rock 2-5. Can't never forget that. <laughs> Eagles all-time rushing leader, LaShawn Shady McCoy. Oh, man. I thought I was in the end zone for real. Shady, is Jalen Hurts running away with the MVP award? Uh, now, this award, though, here for a second, it's, it's about the quarterbacks, obviously. Sure. If you just ask me for overall the MVP, I think it should go to a guy like Tyreek Hill. Okay. This is my, this is my opinion. And I'm a Jalen Hurts guy, no so doubt. you know I really mean it. But if we just talk about the quarterbacks, like what we're, we're normally every year it's about, then yeah. I mean, for God's sake, what are we, 9 and 1? Oh, we're 10 and 1 now. 10 and 1? I mean, come on. For God's sake. Every time we need a, 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 a gotta have it moment, yeah, who do you count on? I don't want. Who are you looking to go? One. You going to Jalen Hurts, right? Losing the game yesterday to Josh Allen and them Bills. They look pretty good. A lot of talent. Yeah. Didn't Josh look good to you? Very good. Yes, he did. Okay. <laughs> and guess what? Wasn't good enough. Jalen Hurts got him. That's what's crazy. And that's the thing about Jalen Hurts is like, it doesn't matter what the game looks like, he always talks about it. Let the main thing be the main thing, James Jones. Winning. James Jones. Come on now. So (laughs) if you ask me who should be the MVP, if it's not just all about the quarterbacks, it should be Tyreek Hill. But if you're talking about just how it's been going for the last couple of years, it definitely should be Jalen Hurts. Yeah, this is going to come down to best record. Because stats-wise, he shouldn't be up there. But he's Mm 10-1. He's beat Patrick Mahomes. Ooh. On a game-winning drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just beat Josh Allen. He did. On a game-winning drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He has wheeled his team to 10 victories this year. However you want to slice and dice it, he is running away with this thing just like he ran in the end zone to seal that game <laughs> <laughs> against the Buffalo Bills. I ain't never been a Josh Allen fan like that yesterday rooting against the Eagles. But Why are you became, going against us? But I became a Jalen Hurts fan because that was big time. <laughs> to see what he did against Kansas City to win the game and then to see what he did yesterday. Not playing well, first three quarters. Don't worry about it. I'll finish this thing off. 
He running away with it. Were you rooting against the Eagles because you didn't want Slim to be in today? You already know. <laughs> you already know. Oh, okay. I don't got nothing against none of the Philly players, but I do got something against Slim. You don't want to see that bird. I do got something against Slim. So you already know. You already know what type of like, friend I am this year. James don't be hating like yeah. that. Like, you know, it's about mm. Slim. You already know, so I'm bang, bang, not again this week. <laughs> Every, every, it's weird that now me and Slim got a good relationship. Yeah. Every time, every time we score, I'd be like, we're cool. I'm in the bar. See, see you, want, you want Slim. You want Slim to come. Uh, uh, Joy, is Hurts running away with the MVP? I, I think he is. I think we have to start putting the MVP conversation in a bit of a, a, a silo because we get attached to the numbers from the year before, mm. and that can distort the nuance of what's happening this season. There really hasn't been over-the-top statistical performances from quarterbacks consistently throughout this season. That's normally where at this point in the year we're like, listen, this guy is so far ahead because ain't nobody catching this amount of touchdowns or no one's going to catch this uh, touchdown-interception ratio along with the wins. This year, we're very – we're much closer. There's a lot more parity this year. And there's a lot more parity amongst quarterback play. We know Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. But we're talking about Jalen Hurts as the MVP, not just because of their statistics, but because of the outcome. And I think that we can step out, kind of zoom out a little bit, forget about the statistics of last year or the year before that or what it's looked like in the past and focus on this year and focus on the word valuable. That makes things difficult sometimes when we're talking about this award because we do know that the quarterback is automatically the most valuable player on the field. But does that mean that they are the most valuable player this season? I like that you had Trent Williams up there. I think he should be the only person in the conversation for the Niners for MVP this year. Mm -hmm. They proved that. I, I don't think that it will go to a player that's clear. Uh, well, you know, I mean, wait, it is Monday. It is Monday. I don't think that we I think this year has been the closest year as of late to have a conversation about a player not being the quarterback win the MVP and yeah. it be a very real conversation. But Jalen Hurts has shown whatever which way he needs to, sometimes statistically, sometimes in a in a knockdown fight. Every which way that not only is he the reason that they're winning games, but he is coming through in the end. So I think he's really He's running away with it to me because he's really constituting what the word valuable for this season means. Uh, to me, because I'm with you, Shady, and, and, and James, enjoy everything everybody said. I love the conversation and the dialogue today. Hopefully will be enthralling for the next 90 minutes or so. Jalen Hurts' value, it's not even just statistics. Like, again, I don't know who would have won that game at the quarterback position for the Eagles starting in that fourth quarter. Yeah. At the point in which the weather was bad, Josh Allen was playing out of his mind. Out of his mind. Eagles could not get anything going offensively. And then Jalen Hurts, somehow, someway, you overcome at the end of the game. I'm hesitant to give Jalen Hurts all the credit, obviously. But, Shady, I couldn't even overlook the moment when Jake Elliott kicks that 59-yard field goal in the atrocious weather. And Jalen Hurts, you kept your shot at him on the bench. He's just just like this, just disappointed for several reasons. Number one, they shouldn't have had so many penalties in the first place to put him in that position. But then the mental fortitude that Jalen Hurts displayed, after that kick, yeah. when you then go into overtime, Josh Allen and them, they don't do enough to end the game. That's the Jalen Hurts uh, shot I'm talking about. Just disgusted after this 59-yard field goal when everybody else is elated. The mental fortitude it took James Jones to go down the field in overtime and score, put the team on your back. We will show y'all in a moment what the Chargers did versus zero pressure to lose the game. Mm. Eagles saw zero pressure at the end of the game. Jalen Hurts, QB draw, touchdown, yeah. blouses. Yeah, and it was impressive because, I mean, it was his legs. It was his arm. Like, it was zero mistakes. So when you, when you really watch a quarterback, like, 
put together a drive. Jalen Hurts made all the right plays. The first play of the drive was a QB draw. Ball in your hands. Let's get this drive started. QB draw. Next play, pass to Devontae Smith. Next play, pass to Devontae Smith. Then a QB draw to finish the game. And then even the secondary didn't even want to tackle him. Mm-hmm. I mean, they shine away from the tackle. But it's crazy because Jalen Hurts is starting to be put into that Patrick Mahomes conversation when you talk about clutch. Because when he got the ball, I'm like, he about to score. Like, that, that, that's, that's, that's just how I felt about it. Like, he about to score. So, you know, big-time drive by him, big-time win. How much does it bother y'all two, you, Shady, and you, Joy, that at the end – not at the end of the day. At the end of the day, the Eagles are winning. But Jalen Hurts doesn't – still doesn't look no. the part, which is the that's wildest of things. Like, to me as a defender, I'm watching the game both as an analyst, but I'm also watching it as a former football player. I'm like, Jalen Hurts don't look that good. No. He just doesn't. You look at Josh Allen, and you're like, oh, my God. You look at Hurts, you're like – but he ends up with five touchdowns, Shady. Eagles win. Ten and one, Joy. How much does it bother you that he doesn't look the part, but he still gets it done? I, it doesn't bother me at all because I don't think that this is a beauty contest. And they used to say that about Brady all the time. And yet he would just sit there, boom, 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 win the game. We saw him coming out of the, out of the draft in the combine. Wasn't, wasn't nothing to get excited about. Winning and, and how you win, and people still say this now, that he wasn't, like, wasn't the best athlete. Who cares? Who cares? This ain't LA Fitness. Well, I can live more than you, bro. I can throw the football over the mountains, bro. Do you win games? Do you, do you win big-time games? Do you go drive down the field in terrible weather and clutch and you have multiple penalties and, and, and the other quarterback on the other side of the, of the ball has been playing unbelievable all game and you still go win? That's what I care about. So I don't really – I've never been caught up in that with, when it comes to quarterbacks. Do you win? Jalen Hurts is an athlete. Jalen Hurts is physically capable. He's physically capable of having big statistical games. He's physical, physically capable of winning games only with his legs. When it's bad, when it's up, when it's good, when it's down, that's the identity of this team, and that's why he's perfect for this team. I think there are a few other guys in the league that might be able to do what Jalen Hurts did in that moment, like Patrick Mahomes. Yep. And, and given the absolute perfect circumstances, I think Joe Burrow has that type of it in him as well. It's not a very long list. It's not a very long list. No Lamar. But I'll put Lamar in there, too. I'll put Lamar in there, too. But, again, still, that's, that's four guys. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not a lot. What, what Jalen Hurts does is he wins games. It doesn't have to be beautiful. And, and at, at one point or another, who cares about that? Because we're going to talk about guys that have put up big statistics all throughout their careers, all throughout this show today, and they're not translating to wins. I, I, I like this, man. We're getting comparisons from Patrick Mahomes and all these great quarterbacks today. Wow, Jalen Hurts, it's like a new show today. Wow. Just, just game so, so now you, so you, you rocking with Jalen Hurts. You rock, okay, I like this. I like this. Um, this is who he is. He's always been this, right? I mean, since he's arrived as, as our starting quarterback, as our main guy, this Jalen Hurts we've seen yesterday, that's who he is. Mm-hmm. Last year, he was doing the same thing, but people didn't want to believe it, mm-hmm. right? Now this year, even though he's having some slow moments, he's having these defining moments, though, to win these games. Yeah. Even if we're not playing bet, or playing at our best. I played ball, right? And I know how hard it is to continue to consistently be good every single uh, quarter, every single play. It's hard as hell to do. Yeah. And, and he has some, some times where he's up. He's not... I guess, playing at his best. But he finds ways to win games. That's why, even with the argument of being an MVP, I, I can agree with it. Now, I will say this, though, because I am biased to Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, but I shouldn't say biased. I'm just being honest. But Tyreek Hill, though, was on yeah, pace to have 2,000 yards. I know. Right? He, he wasn't on his and, list. And, and my thing is, because I see you had two up there, and I'm thinking, like, how, how can two be up there and, and not Tyreek? My thing with Tyreek, Tyreek is we might not see nothing like this ever again. Agreed. Right? And, and, and when he doesn't play well, 
they kind of struggle, mm-hmm. right? And the cool thing is, even when he doesn't play well, he gets so much attention. I've seen, watching the tape on the, on the Dolphins' offense was very, very good. The way that Mike does all that, that different movements and et cetera. He's such a decoy that sometimes he's leaving guys wide open to get touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about being viable, though, because yeah. Jalen Hurts is super viable to our, the Eagles. No doubt. Believe me. I need, I need him there. I want him mm-hmm. there, for sure. But Tyreek Hill, if, if, even if he's not going for 200 yards or 100 yards uh, receiving yards, his presence alone, I've seen Waddle get easy touchdowns. I've seen tight ends get yeah. easy touchdowns because he's out there. He's the decoy. And I, and I know how hard it is to actually go out there and get 2,000 yards as a wide receiver. It's hard as hell to do. Well, speaking of Tyreek and the— It ain't never been done before. And, and the Dolphins. Now the Bills, after Jeez. taking that loss, has given the Dolphins a two-game lead in that division. Shady, you were an all-pro for the Bills. You were an all-pro for the Eagles. Yesterday's game, it meant a lot to you, and you know more about the players on that field than any analyst on, on sides, television on both, sides, on both yeah. sides. So then let me ask you this, because I believe— the Bills have hit rock bottom. Mm. I do not think there is a more depressing feeling as a fighter and football players uh, participate in combat than throwing your best punch and it don't knock them out. Josh Allen and the Bills, they threw their best punch yesterday. They played a really, really, really good game. You had over 500 yards of total offense. Josh Allen in that weather put on a show. He dazzled with his legs. He dazzled with his arm. Defensively for three quarters, you locked the Eagles down. The Buffalo Bills threw by far and away their best punch, and yet they find themselves in the playoff standings behind Gardner Minshew, behind Dorian Thompson-Robinson, behind Kenny Pickett and an offensive coordinator-list team in the Steelers, behind C.J. Stroud as his rookie. Self. You find yourself in the bottom half of the pack in the AFC. Yeah. I believe the Bills have reached rock bottom. Where do you stand on the Bills? Have they reached rock bottom? Before I answer this question, when you watch this game against the Eagles, <laughs> did you think that you, they would have that type of performance? The Bills? Yeah. No. Okay. No. So this is why I think that they haven't hit rock bottom yet. I mean, it's, it's an uphill battle for sure because they're playing with a lot of reserves. Like, a lot of them guys are, are backups. A lot of them guys are playing right now. When I was there, they, they wasn't touching the field. They were just happy to even hold the Gatorade bottles, right? So he is playing with a lot of guys that are a lot of injured, a lot of reverse, reserves. But, but I got to talk about this, though. When you got a guy like Josh Allen, you always have a shot in this league. Can we show some of the highlights? Can we show some of the highlights? But I got to show my boy some love. First of all, we talk about him running the ball. Let's talk about him throwing the ball. Look at this bullet right here. Listen, this is like a real sniper. Snipers respect other snipers, though. I don't know, 007, uh, what's the dude from the, the, the movies for Taken? They love him like this. How the hell do you get the ball right here, though? This is why Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs are so special together. This is why they have a shot and they're never out of it because they got plays like this. And then, okay, you stop the run or stop the pass, let's go to the runs. This is, this is a cool one. This is a, I'm just bigger than you. Right? I'm a big boy. I'm going to show you that. I got to show you the other one, though. Let's get, let's get to the spicy one. Arr, let me get in there. Arr, let's get to the spicy one. Look at this run right here, though. Is he open? I'm out. Aaron, <laughs> excuse me. Woo. Oh, wait. So when you ask me a man, you I showed. Graduated from University of Texas. When you ask me these questions, brother, yes. They will always have a shot. Mm, I like if, it. If, if you ask me, can the Bills run off three in a row, four in a row? It's possible. Yeah. Now, they also can lose because they don't have their, their, I don't feel they have their team because they are injured, right? Mm-hmm. But... Overall, yeah, they got a shot. But with you everything... You see one seven last night? You seen it? With everything you Shady it. just showed us, and it was phenomenal. Ooh. They lost. They did. Like, oh, as, as much great I mean, they did. I mean, oh, hold up. First of all, real quick, and it is my boys. They had the best team in football, the best roster in football on the ropes the whole game. They did. Right now, Howie blesses with a guy like Jalen Hurts. He did. Right? In, in, in the game. <laughs> so we won that team. But everybody don't have the Eagles roster. Everybody don't have Jalen Hurts. No. So a game like that where, where, where Josh had to be perfect, yeah. 
he might not have to be perfect next time. Maybe it's be 85% good, right? Sure. And, we, and they win that game. Six and six, James Jones. Six and six, Joy Taylor. Six and six. I believe this is rock bottom when you're behind Gardner Minshew, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. The Steelers don't have an offensive coordinator, and they're led by Kenny Pickett. They're going to lose some two now. They're going to lose some two now. Y'all break it down to the left side. Is it rock bottom uh, for the Bills? <laughs> Strong side! <laughs> <laughs> It's a Monday. I'm happy, baby. I'm sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Eagles no. Win, baby. I, I win. do not think it's rock bottom for the Buffalo Bills strictly because of the quarterbacks you just said. They None of them better than Josh Allen. And I think that they are going to drop some of these games. Yes, they will. I truly believe that the Buffalo Bills is in a great situation right now. And what I mean by that, hold on, Shady. Hold yeah, on, Shady. Yeah, you said, you said on, great. Shady. Great situation right now because they're going to get in the playoffs. Yeah, they are. They're going to get in. How do you believe that? What's his name? Dorian Thompson Robinson? Yeah, you see him He's play? not taking Cleveland to the playoffs. No. Gardner Minshew is not taking the Colts to the playoffs. Right? C.J. Stroud playing well, but I think they drop a couple. Russell Wilson could always go back to being Russ. So I think if they get to, <laughs> if they get to nine, ten wins, that's going to get them in. But when you get in, you're going to have zero pressure. Josh Allen is going to be playing football and everybody is going to expect him to lose, or if he loses, it don't matter because yeah. he's the seventh seed, sixth seed, whatever it may be. Good point. It's Good not point. going to be the pressure of being the number two seed, the one seed, none of that. It's going to be zero pressure for this dude. And I truly believe when he plays with zero pressure, he play lights out. I think this is a good spot for the Buffalo Bills. I think they're going to get into the playoffs because these other quarterbacks in front of them, I don't think they're going to play at a high level. They're going to drop some games. Buffalo in, your Super Bowl pick's still alive, and Josh Allen <laughs> is going to be dangerous to any one of these teams sitting at that 6-7 and seed. Uh, no, I can't say they've hit, hit rock bottom. If they were out of the playoff contention completely or there's no way and they need seven other teams to lose and it's completely out of their control, then I would say yes. And it's, it's look, it is still going to be an uphill battle. They've been inconsistent all season long. Yeah, yeah. But watching how that game went yesterday, that's what gets you, that's what gets you inspired. I guess the juice is flowing. Yes, it was a loss, but they played up to their competition, and that's always been their problem. They play up to the competition, they play down to their competition. They played up to the competition. It was my favorite game all year, and an absolutely riveting watch, completely enjoyed it. And that, that moment that you saw with, with Josh Allen in, the, in that game reminds you of everything Shady's saying. We forget sometimes because they be playing bad and they be making these mistakes and they be losing to teams they shouldn't be losing to, that he is still a superstar. He is still somebody that we consider in the MVP conversation before every single year. There's a reason that, that the Bills have been picked for years and years in a row to win the Super Bowl or get to the Super Bowl or get out of the AFC. It's because of that which you saw yesterday. Yes, they lost. They would have liked to win that game in spite of all that, and there's no moral wins at this point in the season. Zero. However, there was a lot going on with this team all throughout the year. You got, you got players meetings. You got problems with Stefan and Josh and then you got conversations about coaches and coaches getting fired. That was a moment yesterday that you can build on for the remaining of this season. And I think he has a point. I'm not going to say they're not going to have any pressure because it is still Josh Allen. Nah, but, but, but think about it. They're always, they always like kind of favorite. You know what I'm saying? And, and yes. you talk rock bottom. James, your voice, it ain't rock bottom. <laughs> your there. voice don't hit rock bottom. <laughs> there, that, that should be a lesson. Don't ever cheer that loud against the Eagles. <laughs> I did. That's you, what happened, you're too. That's shit. what happened, man. This, this, to me, though, it feels like, Joy, it feels like one of those, this ain't our season losses. This feels like one of those, this ain't our year losses. Mm. Shady, I know you, you and I talked about this before the show. You can be at the casino sometimes, and you can be playing. Yeah, and yeah, you can yeah. have 11 versus the dealer showing a six. Six yeah. America's a natural bus card. No you got an 11. You better you got, bust. You're doubling, you're doubling it down. 
Yeah. You double down that 11. You ask the dealer to give it to you face down because yeah, you know you want to win, but you want a little bit of drop. Right, yeah. right. Give it to you face down. Eight. Next thing you know, the dealer, they pull out an ace, they make 17. But you still got 11. Uh, right. So right. you good. You feeling good. You great. Dealer turns over your card, it's a two. Oh. What you realize is, oh, this just ain't my hand. This just ain't my shoe. Ooh. This just ain't my moment. The Bills are both losing games they could have won, mm -hmm. and they're losing games they should have lost. Nothing is going right for the Bills. You lose to the Denver Broncos when you don't play great. Then you lose to the Philadelphia Eagles when you play great. Are we really going to sit here and laud Josh Allen, and I am guilty of it, for another loss? So the two best performances of Josh Allen's career are both losses? Mm. This loss to the Eagles and then the 2020 <laughs> loss to Patrick Mahomes? But here's, but here's the issue I have. If we're going to believe in the potential of a Gardner Minshew Colts mm -hmm. or – Dorian Thompson Robinson, Robinson yep. Browns, yes, yeah. or even though I love them, the Steelers with Kenny Pickett this year. We're gonna put our we're gonna put our money behind those teams and those offenses since and those quarterbacks. Your money over there, you the only one I would put on to say in that space. That yeah. The only one I would put on to say in that space is Mike Tomlin and the Steelers, and that's because of Mike Tomlin. Right. So you're, you'd rather put your money with that or with the potential of what Josh Allen, what you saw yesterday? That's a great question. I just, I would be a fool. And I, I would suggest that it would be foolish to bet on the Bills. Yes. And the reason is, one, three of the next five games, three of the, let's talk ball for a real quick minute, and then obviously we've got to go to break. Three of the next five games, Chiefs, Cowboys, and they end the season with the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. So even if they got to get to 10, where are they going to do that at? Mm -hmm. You better beat the Chargers, so, you better beat so the Patriots. Chiefs? Chiefs? Cowboys, Patriots, Chargers. I'm going off the top of my head, but it's in front of us. But the, okay, the, the, Chiefs, the top guys. I ain't trying yeah. to them. Chiefs, them, uh, Cowboys, end the season with the Dolphins. Okay, so Dolphins. I'm not going to put the Chargers as a good team. They're not. You got to take so Dolphins. Dolphins, Cowboys, and Chiefs. Okay, yep. so let's say out of. But what's they, crazy is all of them winnable. But it's they like, are. Another thing is this. We know how the Cowboys get against real good teams. Sure. We know how the Dolphins get against really good teams. Sure. So let me say one, they one more thing. They beat the Dolphins. That's one part. If you, if you all these teams, right? You really don't want to play the Bills. You don't. That's, that's the thing. I always ask myself, all right, when you comparing yourself a player or you play, are you comparing a team, when you talk about the playoffs and all these other teams, who don't you want to see? Now, now everybody will say, I don't care who we see. I don't, man, I don't care who we no, see. No, no. But when you're really watching it, <laughs> no, no, right, no. we like, yo, as a group, as yeah. why, why, you know, the, the offensive uh, skill, you know, because yeah. I don't know defense, but we like, hey, oh, uh, yeah. man. Who we playing? <laughs> who y'all want to play? Because you know it's, it's all matchups. You don't care who you play, but you know the matchups. I mean. And I'm saying this. A lot of teams do not want to see the Bills. No. Because they have that thing where they can be bad and lose to a yep. team like uh, a struggling uh, Broncos, Broncos team. at yep. the time. Or they can be the city that's playing Philadelphia. And most teams are not beating them Bills. And they're on the road. I don't disagree, but we all know this. We know this. All week, what was Sean McDermott saying? And I'll tell you what he was saying all week because we've been in this situation before. Hey, we got a bye week coming up. We got a bye week coming up. Let's go ahead. Let's go out there beat the Eagles. They're capable of being beat. Yep. Let's play a really good game. Let's beat the Eagles. Let's go into the bye week, and then we'll start rolling. Mm -hmm. We can beat the Chiefs. We can beat the Cowboys. Yep. We can beat the Chargers. Let's start rattling off some wins here, fellas. We got a bye week after this. Let's beat the Eagles. Let's take a rest. Let's start rattling off some wins. Yeah. They did all that. Yeah. Played great and still lost. Yeah. It's so demoralizing because now they got to sit on this loss for 12 to 14 days. They this do. ain't a normal loss now. They do, but it's about the way you played as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you're going into the bye week. Yes, we lost, but it's about the way we played as well. And I think they played a really good football game, so you're going to have some confidence going into your bye week. You're going to have some confidence. But let me ask you this. And it's me, the best team in football. Let me ask you, you know that. I, I, don't, I don't think Gabe Davis feels great about the game. 
I don't think Micah Hyde feels great about the game. I don't think Rasul Douglas feels great about the game. I don't think Sean McDermott feels great about the game. Gabe Davis obviously made the pivotal error. We'll show more about that later. Sean McDermott, you run a zero blitz versus a team that's going to run an RPO and Jalen Hurts can QB drawn to the end zone. Rasul Douglas, at the end of the game, you're not even going to die for the tackle. Micah Hyde, you're going to try to slide and soccer tackle Jalen Hurts. Josh Allen feels great. He probably doesn't feel great about that pick. We talked about it. But I don't even know, Joya, like, if the Bills can feel Again, great. Again, it's no good losses at yeah, this point in the season. No, it's not. But it's all about perspective. Gabe Davis was also big throughout that game. Yes, he made a mistake, but he had some, he had some contributions to that game. Yeah. Sean McDermott can say, look, they had to hit a 59-yard field goal in the blasting rain, cold, like, miracle just to get it to overtime. Like, that's crazy. Like, we could talk nice about the kicker today. That was, that was crazy. How, is it coincidence? Did you feel good before that kick went out? Do you believe in coincidences in football? I don't. No, I think luck favors the prepared. But when you're looking at the landscape of the, of the future of this season and who's in front of you and what you have to do, beat the teams you're supposed to beat, take the, the positives that you can from this loss. It was a loss and you wanted to win it, but take the positives from it. Remember how you felt when you were winning, when you were, when you were, when you were playing the way that Shady showed with Josh Allen. Capture that. And put that into the rest of the season because who's in front of so, you is not should not be intimidating to you. And, and you know, hold up, and even even off the loss, right? Because we all hate to lose. But you tell me you don't gain no confidence in the way they play. You win against the best team in football, right? We talk about Jalen Hurts being the, the MVP, right? For a reason. So you had the MVP and the Eagles on the ropes for one. Mm -hmm. For two is a guy like Gabe Davis, who's I feel like since he's been with the Bills, has really really good moments, has some super low moments. He's always been like this the whole time. You build off of that. I haven't seen him play this well since the freaking Chiefs game. Okay, so my thing is you build on the, as like momentum. All these guys has been hurt, and you got all these backups playing. You don't think they gain confidence for the way they play against the Eagles? I do. And then going forward, as a coach, and I know who Sean McDermott is. Sean McDermott is one of the best motivators and best stand-up coaches you're going to find. I respect Sean, and I love it. I, you know, I don't, I don't hold no grudges mm -hmm. on nobody. Mm -hmm. I keep it real, right? I, I said grudge, but I don't hold no punches against nobody. When I look at this team, these will have them prepared. Like, listen, guys, we lost to the Eagles, right? We lost that game. We lost that game. Yep, yep, yep. But we show how good we really are. We can win against anybody. And if you could go up against the big, bad Eagles and almost beat them mm. on the road in the freaking rainstorm and all that, you could beat anybody. Beat all anybody. I'm saying is Patty. And you got number 17, Josh Allen. All I'm saying Stop is Patty Mahomes does not want to see Josh at that 7 seed. Right. <laughs> first round. Right. That's real talk. Because let's listen. That's real that talk. That offense, the Chiefs are an offensive team. Man. You know, defense playing well. Man. And they know they're not, they haven't been playing well. Yeah. You telling me they want to see they the Bills? First round. Oh, well, it is a comedy of errors in L.A. for the Chargers right now. Yes. You think Josh Allen had it bad. Justin Herbert has it worse. You will not believe what is going on. The Chargers fall to four and seven. It is an abysmal performance, an abysmal team, and chaos going on in L.A. We'll talk about it when we return. Don't forget, check us out every day. Fox Sports Channel, Sirius XM. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Favorite part of the show for me is I stand here with James Jones taking y'all into the film room. What is going on with the chaos of the Chargers' abysmal record? For me, I see three things, James. I see number one. 
coaching. They do not have their players educated enough. Number two, the players, they do not know what to execute. Number three, Justin Herbert is yeah. not commanding enough of the offense. We were talking about it off camera. We want to bring you the true NFL perspective on camera. First right, thing, James, let's just up. let this play run. This was the pivotal fourth and six. Chargers were down by three. Got to have it. I'm going to let the play run, then we're going to break it down from a more nuanced angle. Fourth and six, Ravens all out blitz. Justin Herbert, no answer. Intentional grounding, essentially the game is over. Now from this angle, James, let's talk about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. When Justin Herbert sees, well, first off, let's break yes, down the yeah, nuances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, let's yes. break off the nuances. It's going to be a zero pressure. He's coming, he's coming, he's coming. That makes three. The problem is the Chargers only have one blocker, two blockers. So the ball is going to come out yeah. what? And the ball got to come out hot right now. Hot. But first off, listen. How do we not have a plan for empty blitz? Okay. Coaches, offensive coordinator, quarterback, how do we not have a plan for empty blitz? That's crazy what to me. What should the plan be? The plan should be hot right now. 89 should be looking for this football right now. Number one, he should be pointing at him. You see the guy coming. You see the guy's eyes. He should be pointing at him, looking back at Justin Herbert right now, and Herbert should be looking at him. He should be pointing at who? Break it down for the viewer at home. He should number be pointing at doing number what? 89 should be pointing at the DB right over him right now about to come. And he should be telling Herbert Right now, hey, watch out, watch out. He could be blitzing. Okay. Right now, Herbert's eyes, 89 should be looking. Yep. Herbert should be looking at 89. Yep. Ball on him. Easy first down. Who knows what happens So after what you're that. telling me is this. Right now, number 89 should be looking back at Justin Herbert. Yes, sir. If nothing else, Guyton also should be looking, looking back at, at number yes. Herbert. But here's what was so fascinating to me. Herbert also is not looking at them. So it tells me it's not just Parham's fault. It's yep. not just Guyton's fault. Yep. It's not just Herbert's fault. Kellen Moore had no answer based upon pregame for zero pressure. And that's the crazy part about it all because right now you went into the game with no plan for the blitz package because right now you got two of your receivers that's running with nobody over the top of them. They five, seven yards off and you're not looking for the football. That's zero awareness of the blitz coming and no plan. You can't go into the football game with no plan. That's bad coaching. So who are you blaming for this play? Because Parham does not look he could have. Yeah. Guyton does not look he could have. Herbert does not look he should have. Yeah. Who are you blaming for this error on the most pivotal possession for the Chargers? Well, you know, if one person does it, that's their fault. If two people do it, that's a miscommunication. If three people do it, that's coach fault. Understood. Understood. So the coach is going to get this error. Here's my only issue with Herbert. Now I need him to be special. That's because it. Because right here, Millet, this man is 5'9", yep. a buck 90. Herbert is 6'4", about yep. 225, 230. I need him to pump him, duck under, 100%. be special, make him miss. I mean, if we, if, we talk about, if we talk about any of the elite quarterbacks, right, if we talk about the Lamars, if we talk about the Russell Wilson, if we talk about the Josh Allen, they are making him miss. Whether he's spinning out of this, whether he's stepping up in the pocket, whatever they have to do, this guy is not going to make the same. He didn't even pump. This dude running at him with his hands up, he don't even pump the football. But he has to be special inside the pocket and be able to make this dude miss to be able to get a throw off on four. Ultimately, you said one player is on the player. That's it. Two people is on the communication. And then three people. Three people that's coaching coaching so you're going yeah. kellen moore as well for this we head back no to the doubt desk. about it Yo. joy taylor where are you though, man where, <laughs> where, <laughs> i want to see this i need to be special i need to know i know right. this much he after, said you duck on your whole friend right. after after watching and i don't think it's too crazy i think josh allen would have pumped we've seen russell wilson spin all the other quarterbacks do it they would have done something joy hearing it saying like that who's at fault for the Chargers, <clears throat> four and seven. Same record as the New York Jets. Mm. Four and seven struggles. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I can't put it at one person. I can't. I've got to give some to Herbert. You got paid. 
We saw what you were your rookie year. We all anointed you as one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. It was, it was frowned upon to even question how good Herbert was or could be. He's been disappointing this year. I think Kellen Moore, we just, we just outlined it. That's, that's coaching. You have to put your guys in a position to know what it is, especially at the end of the game. You prepare for these moments. You prepare for game-winning drives. You should know what to do. It should be automatic. And look, I don't think Brandon Staley has done a really good job this year. You can't be this bad. The expectations matter. The money matters. The talent that you have on this roster matters. It's been overall extremely disappointing. I think there's blame enough to go around for a lot of people. But at the end of the day, Justin Herbert probably has to take the biggest slice of the pie. Because even though though the coaching has been questionable and there's been moments where they're not prepared, thank you. The ball's been in his hands. Yes. You pay this man this much money. You praise him the way that you do. You do. They do. They, 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 he's put the statistics on the books yeah. for us to say he's big enough, he's strong enough, yeah. he's, he's, he's performed well enough in the biggest moments and in the beginning of his career for us to give him that praise. And now the ball is in his hands and he's not getting it done. It happened in the Dolphins game. Mm. Didn't get it done. It happened in the Titans game. Mm. It didn't get done. It happened in the Cowboys game. Mm. It didn't get done. It happened in the Packers game. Mm. It didn't get done. And now you're in the Ravens. The ball is in your hands. Mm. You, you Look, in the Philly game, it came down before overtime to the kicker, right? That's not the situation you want to be in, but they got it done because they're a championship-level team and everyone contributes, and he hit an amazing kick, right? But you don't want to be in that position. You want the ball in Jalen Hurts' hands. Mm -hmm. And when you got it in Jalen Hurts' hands, what did he do? Won Won the game. The the ball is in your hands. Go make it happen. And it can't be this situation and this situation and this situation and this situation. At the end of the day, you have to go be special. And if it was Jalen Hurts and if it was Tua and if it was Burrow, they would be getting this smoke. Yeah. So it's time. Like, it is, it is time to step up to the, to the plate and take the responsibility for not being special in the moments where they need you to be special. Mm. So I think the coaching has been underwhelming. I think the offense has been underwhelming. I, I, overall, the defense, which is you have a defensive coach, should be the thing that we know is going to be good. We don't have to worry about this. We don't have to worry about this being a, a, a good to great always. But Justin Herbert... Yeah. Something the ball's bad. in your hands. Yeah. But see, and that's my thing. I, I'm going to point the finger at the right man. Right? Who, who the right man? <laughs> the right man. Who the right Where the finger going? See, this, this, this is the problem. Um, Justin Herbert's first year, second year, I was all on his bandwagon. I'm going to be honest. Pause. I'm like, this dude is the truth. I played him in 2020 with the Bucks. I'm like, who the hell is this dude? Right? Because Oregon's like, uh, that's like, they always look good. You know, they always, Oregon's players look good until they get to the league. Some do well and some don't. But I'm like, this dude is the truth. We all were talking about how good he was. Yeah. Right? I mean, and then you see him gets better and better and better. Like, okay, he's young. He'll be, he'll be better. They'll start winning. We don't see it. And I'm tired of saying I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of seeing it. All this guy gives me is good hair, right? <laughs> he don't give me no wings. He don't give me no, 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 no comebacks. Oh, look, at the, look at the hair, though. I'll tell you what, boy, boy. He's be modeling. Uh, uh, right? He do all that to get to the game and then lose. Let's keep it real here. For example, we talked about winning, wins and losses as a quarterback stat. Right? I yeah. do. It's I so do. many sure. average quarterbacks that win games that we talk about. <laughs> Jimmy G. Mm. You remember when Jimmy G before he went to the, uh, Raiders. the Raiders? Yeah. I said, yo, he's going to the Raiders. He's going to be awful. And, and uh, Devontae Adams was the number one receiver. Won't have the numbers be. Not because of him. Because of the quarterback. What happened? You see what happened. Mm-hmm. A guy like uh, who else? Jalen Hurts. I think he's a really, really good quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. But what makes him special is that, yo, I don't care how bad I'm playing. I'm going to win this game. You talked about the field goal. How do we get to that field goal? Talk about right? it. Yep. Get the, get the team to the field goal. Boom. Get the field goal. Okay, now what you going to do? The Mark ball's in your hand. We get you all this money. The ball's in your hand. What are you going to do? I'm going to score. 
Too many times over and over again, Justin Herbert, yeah. he gets the opportunity, okay, the game could be up and down, whatever it may be. We put the ball in our best player's hands. That's why we pay you all the money. Yeah. And then what do you give us? No results. You give me good hair movements, and that's it. That's it. And we need to see more results. So when you ask me who's the real issue, I know you can talk about the coach because coaches, they definitely have a part in it. So I'm not mm-hmm. saying that they're, they're not excused from this. But as being the number one player on the team, being the highest paid offensive weapon on the team, being a quarterback, that's why we have you. That's why yeah. we talk about you. And you know what's going to happen? Yeah. Stanley's going to get fired, and another coach is going to come into office. Yeah. Then what happens, right? If we get the same results, the team plays well, up and down, and in the fourth quarter, we get the ball in your hands. What's going to happen? They're, eight, they're, they're top 10 in um, yards and they're top 10 in points. So the offense is not that bad. Yeah. We need our quarterback with these weapons to win these games. For us. Just, if you can't do that, I'm giving you all the blame. You can't, you can't put all the blame on them. But it's just why, can't, why can't we? This is signs of a bad football team. Because the defense goes out there and gives up 13 points. Through 58 and minutes. And you can't score more than 13 points. Correct. Correct. Offense goes out there and scores 33. Mm-hmm. Defense give up 34. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just signs of a bad, bad football team all around. We just so- showed a clip of not even having an answer for empty pressure. Like, you go all week and we don't have no clue with empty pressure. I don't care who the quarterback is. That's bad coaching. That's can all I, can around. I, can I, can I ask Absolutely. your question, James? Well, I don't know. That's not a question. I'm just about to talk. <laughs> I'm listening, when, bro. When you, what makes, okay, let me ask you, what makes special players in this league, though? What makes special players in this league? What makes special players in this what league? Makes special find, in this league? Finding ways to win. Andy Reid will always say this to us, right? We would have certain games, and it would be a big, it would be a big time game, right? And he would always say, listen, I need my best players, my best players. Show up. And you know who you are, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, some players are like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm nice. But you know who we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I need my Travis Kelsey. Yeah. I need my Patrick Mahomes. Cook, Cook five. I need my Deshaun Jackson. Cook. I need my Shady McCoy. To outdo their best players. Thank you. That's what special players are meant for. No doubt. My, my boys against your boys. Yeah. But who wins that game? Mm-hmm. Whoever has the best superstars that game, they win that game. Yeah. So when I look at Justin Herbert, yeah, coach might not do this. Yeah, we might not have the, the right call for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the running back didn't break this tackle. Oh, we didn't get this sack when the game's in the fourth quarter and we got the ball and we down three yeah. and I got my special player uh-huh. and I just told you for the game big man I need you to win this game yeah, for me yeah. I you don't about, do it how, how about when you got your special coach too you know what, what I'm saying? Mean? Where you know Andy Reid. Oh, he finna Andy down Reed that up. Andy Reid is one of the best coaches of all that's, time. That's he what I'm saying. Andy Reid can't run no go route. <laughs> Andy Reid can't shut the mind hole. But you, can, know who, you know who he can? He can call that you know stuff, who can? Hold up for a second. Now, Andy Reid Super Bowl game, right? Mm-hmm. It's the Eagles. A lot of that people can say he won that game. I think he kind of did. Yeah. He had two touchdowns uncontested. Yep. But we cannot forget about Patrick Mahomes. No question. On, on one that, leg. Crazy, on crazy, one crazy leg. On one leg. On one you leg. think he called that? A special player <laughs> said, you know what, coach? Yeah. I'm going to be a special player for you, yeah. and I'm going to win this thing for you. That's what happened. Here's I feel you. I don't play with some special players. At, yes, at a, you at have. A, at a minimum. <laughs> at a minimum, can Herbert put the kicker in a position to lose the game? Like, Her- Herbert's not right even there. Put- no, I need my one. Herbert's not even putting <laughs> the kicker in position to lose the game. Miami Dolphins, Herbert, just get in position to kick a field goal. You lose 36 to 34. How's that game end? It ends with a sack. Tennessee Titans, Herbert, you received in overtime. Go get three points. If your defense gets to stop, y'all win. You go three and out. Against the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott, he ended up getting three points. Herbert, go down the field. It's 20 to 17. Just get three points, take it into overtime. Right. End the game with an interception. Against the Green Bay Packers and the game with the batted ball. Mm. Yesterday, against the Baltimore Ravens Mm. and the game with an intentional grounding. At a minimum, put somebody else in a position to be sorry. 
You're not even giving your kicker an opportunity to be the scapegoat. At least give man. your kicker an opportunity man. to be the scapegoat. The only reason I am on Justin Herbert like yeah. this is if I were to tell you $275 million Justin Herbert would have the Dolphins game come down to two points, yeah. the Titans game going to overtime come down to three points, mm. the Cowboys game at home come down to three points, the Green Bay Packers game come down to the last possession, and the Baltimore Ravens game really come down to three points before you end up going fourth and sixth intentional grounding and the Ravens go down and score on the 36-yard screen as Zay Flowers. If I were to tell you that all of that would happen, Talk you would say bet. But you can't bet on nothing if it comes down to the Chargers and Justin Herbert. Joy, go ahead and I mean, I think it's, it hey. is what it is. You're you're compared to your peers, yes. right? Come on. And if any of his peers were in this situation, they would be getting that smoke. That smoke. It's, it's just as simple as that. And when they have actually been in this situation, they were getting that smoke. People still don't believe in Jalen Hurts. That is true. They still don't believe. They will watch that game and still be like, I just yeah. don't. No, I don't know. I want it to be fancier. I want the flip. I want the theatrics. Win the game. And what's frustrating to me is I feel still, I still feel like Justin Herbert has this capacity to be great. He does. There's just something raw in how he plays that makes you feel like if it's just, if he could just put it together, can you imagine? And that's why they paid him that money because of what they imagine he is capable of doing. I'm not saying his career is over and that he won't ever get to that point, but right now, what they have done this year for all the combinations of reasons that you want to put together and excuses that you want to stew on, the ball has been in his hands. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you want. That's what you want. When you pay a player like that, when you have a player like that, you want it in his hands. And like you said, just get them in a position for somebody else to mess somebody it up. Somebody else. That was a good one, yeah. Just get we can blame the kicker. We love blaming the kicker. We love blaming the kicker. We want to blame the kicker. We want to blame the kicker. We want to blame the defense. We want to blame the coach. We want to blame the injuries. We want to blame anything but the star quarterback. But when the ball is consistently in his hands, it's not special. And, I don't and that's agree when with the Shady statistics are annoying. I don't agree with Shady a lot. But at one point, the great players, well, I ain't even going to say the great players, the great quarterbacks, you pay them all that money and you have these great quarterbacks for when it all ain't perfect. Ooh, you, you understand what I'm saying? For when the play ain't the right play. Yeah. All right? Defense having a bad day. Coach ain't that good. Receivers ain't that good. Running backs ain't that good. You that good. Right. Out of it. And you ain't got us out of it, out of it yet. Of it. And that's the great players. And he ain't showed us that yet. Act before you go. You actually do agree with me a lot. No, I don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Real talk. Love you. Uh, so you know that. Every now and then. I'll be right. Well, the breaking news of the sports world today, a head coach got fired. You may have missed it, but Carolina Panthers coach Frank Wright, only 10 games into the season, fired already in his first year in Carolina. What in the world does that mean for number one overall pick, rookie Bryce Young? Shocking news in the National Football League. You'll get our takes immediately after this commercial break. Family, we are in third and long, and the Panthers desperately need some help. Frank Wright, his tenure was short in Carolina. After a loss, 17 to 10 to the Titans, he's out of there. He didn't even last a season, America. He did not even last one season. 11 games, and he is gone. But here's the shocking news of it all. Bryce Young, number one overall pick. He's in Carolina for the foreseeable future, Joy Taylor. But now he ain't got a head coach. Uh. Deuce Staley, running back coach, assistant head coach, also fired. Josh McCown, quarterback coach, also fired. Yeah. Complete anarchy in Carolina. 
Joy, was it the right move to fire head coach Frank Wright 11 games into the tenure? I, I mean, I don't love it. I don't love it. It feels very reactionary, but this is a, a win-loss league. It's a zero-sum game. Mm -hmm. You have a big investment in Bryce Young. You want to see wins. Uh, that owner is not interested in – and is, no owner is interested in this. But what's, what's, what's discouraging about what's happened in Carolina this year for me – is that if you're going to struggle with a rookie quarterback, you got to struggle with some flair. Mm -hmm. You got to have something yeah. that we can get excited about. You got to be building a culture, yeah. a standard, just, just something that we can say, you know what, they're losing, but he looks like this. Or they're losing, but their defense is great. They just need a couple offensive linemen. They just need a little this. They just need a little that. There's no identity in Carolina. Mm. When Dan Campbell came to the Lions, they weren't good. And he was doing all this stuff, and, and I didn't love it, but there was something there. There was something. There was some energy. We were like, you know what? They're not good, but I like them. They, they, they play hard. They play to the end of the game. They score some points. They got people up against the ropes a little bit. They don't win, but they're building something. And now you're finally seeing the results of what they laid down. You have to start at the very least with a culture, and Carolina doesn't have that. So it, was it the right move? I don't love it for the young quarterback. And what is going to happen now? Are you going to turn around the last few games of the season? Are you, are, you, are you in the sweepstakes for the top coach? Like, there's going to be some other coaches fired this year. It's going to be the coaching carousel, like it always is. I don't like the anarchy. I don't like that for a young quarterback. And I like Frank Reich, so I, I don't like to see this. But what other option do you have? Because there's nothing about Carolina you can get excited about right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate the fire just because um, I, I'm really tight with Deuce Staley. And we talk all the time, right? But But – I kind of agree with the move. I mean, even with Frank, he's supposed to be this quarterback type of whisperer that, that young quarterbacks can, can help them grow. Yeah. And we always talk about how he did with, with Carson Wentz, yeah, right? Nick Helping Foles, him. yeah. And Nick Foles. But when you look at Bryce Young, who is a hell of a player in college, right? I'm not sure what he is right now because he's, it's a new league, right? And I never judge rookies. But why would he keep you? It's hard to go... One in ten? Is that what they are? It's hard to do that. You've been part of that, right? I've never been part of that. My fault. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to do that. So it's like, what will make us or incentivize us as a team, as an organization, to keep you here? What? And then I look at the roster. So there's certain guys that you pick, that you wanted, right? And you go out there and get them in, and they don't have nobody really. They do wide receivers. I have, a young, I have a young quarterback. Who are my receivers? Yeah. It's like, I'm just like, so when, I, when, I, when I'm thinking about, man, should I should have made this move shady? And I'm in my mind thinking about it. I'm looking at all the articles, watching the tape. I don't see no growth. I don't see if I had a young quarterback in the first pick of the draft. Mm. I traded to go get him. Mm. Yeah, I just had the first pick. I traded to go get this guy, right? And now look at this team. I don't see no growth. I don't see them helping my quarterback. So yes, it had to be it had, the move had to be made. Yeah. And I hate when coaches get fired because they gotta move their, 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 their families, kids gotta go to different schools. Like, I hate all that. But this is a business, this is a big man business, man. Big man and big game and grown men. Mm, yeah. And if you can't get the job done in Carolina, you got to go. Yeah, this is this is tough. Um, my answer was no. But I just changed, look, I just changed my answer, so. <laughs> but the only reason why I changed my answer is because look how Bryce Young is looking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, if we're going week to week, he is going backwards. He is not getting better. There's not through 10 games, however many he's played, because I know he missed one or two, but through these 10 games, it ain't one throw to we where we saying, ooh-wee. Or it ain't one play that the rookie made that we saying, ooh, we like he's going backwards. So as an owner, it's like, okay, he ain't going nowhere because right. he numero uno, mm -hmm. 
right? So I need to get somebody in here that's going to make sure they're going to get the best out of Bryce Young. Because right now I have given you 10 games with Bryce Young, and Bryce Young looks like he's going backwards. So for me, that's when I think this fell on the coaches. I don't even think it's about the wins or losses. I think it's about the growth of Bryce Young, and it ain't no growth. And that's why the quarterback coach out of there, because what you doing? Right, because yeah, he don't look right. no he don't look yeah. no better under you are Frank Wright. So what you doing? So, so what I agree doing? with it. I agree <laughs> with it. You gotta did, go. Did, did anyone take Carolina? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I think I thought this was gonna be the one. Uh, they should have fired you too. <laughs> Yo, you were you were wild for that. I thought this was gonna be the one. This guy is wild. Oh man, oh, well man. that was the breaking news of the day when we returned. That Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys three-game winning streak, and they are absolutely cooking. But is it impressive? Or is it completely meaningless? They're blowing out bad teams, family. Come back. Let's dialogue about America's team. That's next on Speak. Oh, Dak Prescott. <sighs> Cowboys, they feasted on Thanksgiving as we move to the fourth topic of the show. Dak Prescott, he got busy. You know what it is. 45-10, final score Cowboys. But what this means more importantly, three-game winning streak for the Dallas Cowboys. It's really their first win streak of the season now that they've gotten to three. James Joe, yeah, yeah. you played for Mike McCarthy. Yes, you won a sir. Super Bowl with Mike McCarthy. Yes, they sir. have been great. I'm completely unimpressed. Why? Completely unimpressed. Talk to me. I want to know why. Cowboys, you beat the Washington Commanders with Sam Howell in his first year as a starter. Aw. You beat the Carolina Panthers with Bryce Young in his first year as a starter. And you beat, uh, what's our boy for the Giants, DeVito, I believe in his first game as a starter. Yeah. Yeah. And he's never lived outside of his parents' house. Never. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That should tell you something about this guy. (laughs) So you beat Bryce Young first year, Sam Howell first year, and DeVito first game, I believe, as a starter. I can't be impressed by this at all whatsoever. I'm impressed at a micro sense. Deron Bland, impressive. Michael Parsons, impressive. Man. Dak Prescott, impressive. Micro sense, Dallas Cowboys individuals, y'all are balling. Macro sense, this don't mean nothing to me. This don't mean nothing to me. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Make it mean something, J. Well, it Jones. means something to me because they play these teams that come in on Tuesday and they checks say uh, whatever amount of figures on their checks. Um, they making them look like high school teams. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's what they, that's that what they make them look like. Right when they step on the field, this here over. 49 33-10. 45-10. That is high school. Te- I don't care how you slice it up. That is high school teams. That's dominance. That is, that is dominance by Coach Mike and the Dallas Cowboys. That's impressive. Because it's easy to say, here come the Giants. It's easy to say, here come the Panthers. Here come the commanders. They dominating these boys, man. And it's not it don't even look like they should be on the same field as the Cowboys, which is, which is letting you know if you ain't one of them good teams, you shouldn't be playing with us. Mm. That, that, that's what they're making it look like. This is very impressive by the Dallas Cowboys. Like Shady said too earlier in the show, they stars are showing up. It don't matter if other stars is on the other side anyway. Dak showing up, CD showing up, Bland showing up. All these dudes are showing up. Micah showing up. They all showing up, and they winning in dominant fashions. Man, this is impressive how they just smacking these dudes, and they in the National Football League. <laughs> okay, so uh, there's nothing. 49 17. I, I hear you. I hear you. 33 oh, 10. Yeah, she done numbers. Yeah, she's 45 <laughs> 10. She done numbers. I'm not saying that it's unimpressive because I do agree. They are all NFL teams, two divisional matchups, which can go either way sometimes. So they, they are, they're beating them, they're beating them convincingly, they're leaving no doubt. 
Right. I like that. I like that. Show that these teams are not on your level. That's when you play the good teams, you need to show those good teams that Please. you're on their level. Please. Now, whoa, whoa. here's the thing with the Cowboys. I've said this since before the season started. I've said it all year. Mm-hmm. I don't care about what the Cowboys do during the regular season other than get to the postseason. Okay. If they were not playing well enough to get to the postseason, I would be concerned. But they are playing well enough to get to the postseason. I expect to see them in the postseason. And then... I will care about what the Cowboys are doing statistically and who they're beating because that's when it matters. That's what they say they want to do. This is a championship level team. They have championship aspirations. Well, that happens in the postseason and do what you need to do during the regular season to get there. If we want to start talking about how impressive the streaks are right now around the NFL, I hate to do this, but the Eagles also are on a winning streak. Mm -hmm. Only they have beat the Dolphins, the Commanders, the Cowboys, the Chiefs, and the Bills. And this is why, if we want to play that game, if we want to play that game, (laughs) then we have to talk about, then we got to level up. Who are you beating? I don't want to play that game for the Cowboys' sake. I want the Cowboys to have their their flowers. They are beating these teams down and doing it convincingly. They are all NFL teams. Some of these coaches on the other side have coached in in Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. Everybody gets paid. They're all professionals and one percenters. So I hear you. But if you're talking about the most impressive streak in the NFL, uh, the Eagles have won five straight. They are the best team but in the league. But you are impressed by the Cowboys. I am impressed by the Cowboys, not to, not simply because of the streak, but because of how they are beating they them. Like, sure. you, it's one thing to – and I'm going to give them that because they are – their best players are playing at a high level, and we would be having different conversations about the Cowboys if they were barely beating yeah. this team. So I'm going to give them that. <clears throat> Shady, let me personalize to you why I'm not impressed. 2014, DeMarco Murray running back for the Dallas Cowboys, same team we're talking about. America, he rushed for 1,845 yards. 1,800? <laughs> uh, why are you doing? You, you know no, he's going to get Shady going. No, no, he, wasn't, he wasn't bad. He was, he was 18, <laughs> 1,800 yards. That's a really good moment. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen to the story I'm about to tell you. Okay. DeMarco Murray going into our game, he had rushed on average 123 yards a game. Yeah. Hard to do. 10 out of his 11 games, 100 yards. Mm-hmm. He saw us. We held him to 73 yards. Mm. So I was like, oh, that's cute what you did against everybody else. Yeah. But when you see us, I know who you are. Ooh. The game before they played us the second time, divisional opponent, y'all are smart enough to know, we'll play the Cowboys twice. DeMarco Murray ran for 179 yards against the Chicago Bears, 179. But then he saw us, and he ran for 81. Oh. I know who you are. Mm. I've seen your true colors. I know who you are, Cowboys. I know who you are. I don't care what you do to the Panthers. I don't care what you do to the Commanders. I don't care what you do to the Giants. The Niners are saying, we know who you are. The Eagles are saying, we know who you are. So the reason I'm not impressed by this win streak is because I've been here before. I've seen an athlete do incredible things versus other individuals. But I have already know who you are, Cowboys. Just like we knew who DeMarco was. It's cute. And those 1,800 yards come great. Congratulations, all pro, incredibly hard to do. But I know who you are, and that's how I feel about these Cowboys. I know exactly who they are. That's why I'm not impressed. Hey, brother, that, that, that was a strong take. Mm. I know that feeling like, is that, is, is that you over there, uh, uh, <laughs> Like, I know that, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, um, you impressed, though? You impressed by it? You know, I'm, I'm going to be honest, though. Uh, I am impressed, though, I, and I'm, I'm being serious. I, I just think that it's, in the NFL, it's so hard to win games, mm-hmm. um, and, and no matter who they face, they had a, a game they slipped against the Cardinals, right? Yeah. I bet on, on the, on the uh, Cowboys they lost. But the thing about them is so impressive is not that they're beating the, the, the weak teams, the bum teams, right? And they lose to the good ones. Not that. Nah, that's not the reason why. Mm-hmm. 
It's just because the way they're beating them, though. Like, you talked about they whooping them, whooping them. Whooping them boys. And, and I think in the NFL, even if we are a better team, the, the Cowboys versus the Panthers, how much better are we, though? Yeah. Right? Are right. we 40 points better? Are we 35? And they're doing that. So I do. I like the way they're, they're rolling. I like the way they're winning games. I do have to see more, though. And I think that in football, um, when you beat a, a good, good team, right, I think you get more credit for that yeah. compared to if you beat a, a, a not as good team. Yeah. But you still get respect for winning them games. And, and they're playing well right now. This is the, this is the NFL. It's not the NBA. NBA where you just play anytime you want. No, nah, every game matters, and they're winning games. I just want to see them compete against the top teams. The same way you compete against the Panthers, yeah. right? I want, I want the, 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 the guys that rush against Trent Williams, mm-hmm. the swing we rushing some other guys. I want to see that Prescott rip up that defense, yeah. right? Against yeah. the Panthers, the same way you're going to do against the Niners. Yeah. I want to see that. Because if we, if we don't see that, you're going to see me on speak. <laughs> no doubt. Talking, not, not hating, talking facts. Yeah. And every Cowboy fan, mm-hmm. even to this day, right? Because, you, you know, they go up and down. They go up and down with it, right? <laughs> when he's playing bad, they're agreeing with me. But he's playing great, they're talking about it. But now, like right now, I say, oh, you're right. Dak's killing it right now, man. Take, take it easy, Cowboy fan. Take Relax. it easy. But when the big moments are in, the big games, <laughs> do you feel the same way? And they shut up. So for me to shut up, <laughs> I got to see these type of moments, these type of performances. Not against that bad playoff team, the, the, the Brady and, and the not, Bucks. Not, not them Bucks dudes. Last year. Not, not them guys. Yeah. It's the Niners, mm-hmm. right? One day in life, you got to stand up to that bully. Mm. You got tired of him taking your lunch. Just one day. Dak, you got to be tired of this, this coming in and taking your keys, right? Taking your cell phone. Taking your homework. Taking it all. Push you in the back of the line. You got to be tired of that. Taking it all. Stand up for yourself. Because uh. <laughs> if you don't, it's going to be the same results we had the last two years. Yeah. Mm. Um, real quick, do you think this is the same Cowboys team that lost to the Niners the way they playing football? Yes, sir. <clears throat> and the reason I do, and Joy's nodding as well, because this Cowboys oh, I, me team... Oh, I'm not. I'm doing this so, yeah. <laughs> This Cowboys team looked just as good. They beat the Jets 40-10. to 10, They beat the Giants 40-0. to zero. Ooh, that boy, see, that boy know his stats. But, that boy know his stats. But I'm talking about the, the way they playing football. Like, the way they playing football, Dak Prescott moving, getting outside the pocket. Yeah. Against the, the whole season? The whole season or just against the I'm just talking about after they laid an egg against the Niners. Right. You, do you feel He's like running this more, is they're open the playbook a little bit more. It's different. But this is why and this, they lost to the Eagles, but it wasn't the way they lost to the Niners. That's true. Because this it's is a why team. This is why you're in the hole with betting on the football picks every week. Because, <laughs> why? Why, because you're rolling with the Cowboys. You talking they that same though. You talking the same talk. He don't learn. See, you know see one thing about me. I'm going to touch that stove, is hot. Sure. I'm like, I'm no more. You hit this guy over here, he going to keep touching the stove. This is a different mm-hmm. team. I truly believe okay, that. Okay, well, I think put Chris your money where your, where your mind is, man. a lot more. He's making plays. His playbook is open. The defense going. I think this is a different Cowboys team. <sighs> Joy, you don't agree with me. I think you are no, what you are until you're not. So when I see with my own eyeballs them do what they need to do in the postseason against oh. these other teams, I will believe. So I, even if they beat Philly at home, you ain't believing. You still need playoffs. Are so. they worried about winning championships? Are they worried about regular season regular season games? Well, I'm just saying, we're talking about being I would good believe. teams. I don't care so none what of this matters. the Cowboys just do during the regular season. Get, get, be the seventh seed or better and just get the, the postseason. Mm-hmm. I don't care what they do. I've seen this movie with the Cowboys. Every year is the same. Super talented, got all pros, got this and that, and expectations, and we them boys, and this is our this is our year. That's for MVP. MVP. I've seen it, I've heard it, rewatched it. Jerry Jones, the president, year like, after year. Huh? Yes, I think that they are a championship level team. They are. I think it are. looks like they have that capacity. They do. Go do it. Go. I, I don't think that's too much to ask. It's tough. 
<laughs> there are it's other teams because there are other teams that have more equity. With all, yes, and I have questions true. about how far the Niners yeah. can go for for different reasons. Yeah. But despite that, they be in the NFC Championship. They be there. I, the Eagles, we don't we don't know what they're going to do statistically. They be in the Super Bowl. Like you you have to go do what you say you're going to do. I like when people do what they say they're going to do. You can talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go do it. Yeah. And, and and that part too, be like. Tough. Because I don't think that they might not see the Eagles. We're going to get the number one seed, it looks like, you know. But anyway, <laughs> they see them, they see them Niners again, though. What you think they thinking? Ah, oh, here they go again. They, why you always doing that? You, yeah. Why you always acting like that? Yeah. They don't want to see them boys. They don't. They don't. Well, nobody wants to see the Denver Broncos right now, which is a shocking phrase. That also on a five-game five five win streak. They might be the hottest team in football. Wins over the Chiefs. The Bills, the five-streaking Vikings at the time. Do the Broncos look like a playoff team? That's next on Speed. <laughs> Family, we are in overtime, and I cannot believe I am saying this, but the Denver Broncos are in playoff contention. They've won five games straight, currently sitting at six and five. Russell Wilson is out here cooking. Best touchdown-interception ratio in the National Football League. And the Denver Broncos are officially playing meaningful football as we come <laughs> to the most meaningful month, December, of the National Football League. Joy, this is shocking. I am utterly shocked that I'm even asking you this question. This do the Broncos look like a playoff team? They do. Won five in a row. They're beating good teams. They're beating playoff teams. Mm. This is crazy. They're putting it together. Turns out Sean Payton can still coach. Mm. Who knew? The defense, getting back to their old selves. Mm. And Russell Wilson is making the decisions we always knew he was capable of making. Mm. I love it. I think it is a great thing. Look, fans always think we up here rooting for people to be bad. I never root for people to be bad. In fact, I wish everyone was good, especially superstars. If you're a superstar, if you're a one-namer, please be good. Please be in the mix. If you got a Hall of Fame coach, of course we want you to be good. Yeah. This is great for the league. I'm very happy this is happening. I'm happy the Broncos are putting it together, and they do look like a playoff team. Will they be able to stay consistent and dig out of the hole because of how the season started? I don't know. But at this point... I don't know that I care because now that we're seeing that the Broncos can look like when everything is back on the rails, now they can build something. So even if something doesn't happen for this season in the postseason, if they if they just miss the playoffs or they don't end up making the postseason or they get into the postseason and get knocked in the first round, who knows what happens, right? To me now, there is a bit of – there's just a – okay – Russ isn't as bad as we thought he was. Sean Payton still knows how to coach. When their defense is playing well, they can stay in games and beat good teams. Now we can build on this. Russ has a whole contract, right? Mm -hmm. We said that this is successful if Russ gets to where, where we expected him to be during his contract. But we still have time there. So I love what I'm seeing from the Broncos, and I think they look like a playoff team. It's crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy right here that – we, this was a team that got 70 put up on them yep. and was looking extremely bad. And now they're on a, a five-game win streak, and they're doing it the right way. Mm -hmm. You better believe this. They're looking like a playoff team. 16 turnovers on defense, and they're not turning the football over on offense. Russell Wilson taking care of the ball. They're running the air out of the football. That's a formula for winning. That is why they are winning. That's a formula for Getting into the playoffs. When you talk about playing defense, running football, your quarterback not making no mistakes, that's five games in a row that that has happened. That is how they are playing football. You do something five times in a row, that's who you are. And that's what the Broncos are showing right now. And not only that, they're not beating these boo-boo the foo-foos. Mm -hmm. 
They beating the Chiefs. They beating the Buffalo Bills. They beating the Cleveland Browns. They beating really good football teams that's, that's in the playoff yeah. hunt, and they dominating them, too, on both sides of the football. They looking like a playoff team, and if they get in with Russell Wilson playing the way he playing, I mean, game-winning drive after game-winning drive, this team is looking good. I love it. They are a playoff football playing team right now. I love it. Just because, like, everybody was just so vocal about how bad Russ is in third, and now it's like, they want to give him praise. I'm like, hold up. You was just seeing how bad the kid was. Oh, so I was. I just love what they're doing. Um, um, we talked about the coach, Coach Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. And is he a good coach? Is he not? Like, huh? Was it everything in the world? Was that just um, Drew Brees? No, that's Sean Payton. And now he's doing everything he wants to do. He wants to run. He always wanted to run the ball. Even though Drew was really good at quarterback, he wanted to run the ball. They run the ball efficient as hell right now. And then on defense, right now at this five-game winning streak, they're ranked, what, second in defense? Yeah, they're big. Come on, they balling. And that's a great testament of coaching. Mm-hmm. You go from getting 70 on your head, like mm-hmm. on your head, God, right? Dog. To now you, you a top two-team defense-wise? That's crazy. I love everything they're doing. They're beating good teams. And then let's go to Russ real quick. Russ is making plays again. Yeah. He's just standing there. He's standing there, that, that ball, right? He's running around, making plays, finding guys deep in the end zone. Corey Sullivan looks like a player again. Oof. They look good again. Yeah. And Russ has got that, like, like juice back in there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I think it was? He was cursing the team with all that. Broncos, let's ride. He don't even say that no more. And now they balling. He threw that saying away and started getting some dust. Shout out to Russ for knowing what to say when not to say. Broncos Nation, let's ride. Six teams currently have winning records versus winning teams. The Denver Broncos, the Philadelphia Eagles, the San Francisco 49ers, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Baltimore Ravens, and the Jacksonville Jazz. That's great company. Mm-hmm. It's incredible company. You yeah. are the company you keep. The Broncos keeping incredible company right now. Since week seven, they are plus 13 in the turnover differential ratio. Uh, that is 20. five turnovers greater than the second best team. Winning football for That's a winning, winning team. When we return, the Eagles, they played great. Winning game. The Bills played great but still got the L. Was it a great Eagles win or a bad Bills loss? It was the best game we've seen all season. We're going to give you all the best commentary, you, commentary you've heard next on Speed. Bungles, let's rock. <laughs> Family, we're in a hurry-up offense. It's the best game of the season, and it was yesterday's game. Eagles, Bills, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen. It was a phenomenal performance by so many players on that special football field. You see James Bradbury's interception, Josh Allen right there, frustrated. But here is a question. Good Eagles win, bad Bills loss. I will keep it very quick. James Jones, Shady McCoy, Joy Taylor, I think it was a bad Bills loss. The reason being, though they played great, they threw their best punch, and their best punch was not enough to knock the Eagles down onto the canvas. The Bills have a bye week coming up. You have to get a W going into your bye week so you don't have to sit with that L and let that L stew, that loss stew for the next 12 to 14 days. They didn't do that. The Bills played as well as we have seen them play all season long, and they still couldn't win. Josh Allen put on a miraculous performance, and he still couldn't get it done. Regardless of how good the Eagles win was, that Bills loss, in my opinion, was worse. But Shady, break it down. I I think it was a a great win by the Eagles. You just talked about taking the best punch. Well, it's Philadelphia. You know who's from there? What boxes? from there? Rocky. Rocky! And wait, all he do is take punches. And one thing about the Philadelphia Eagles, no matter how bad we play in the game, right, from the first quarter, third quarter, but in that fourth quarter, we find a way to win. And why is that? Great team-wise, right? But we got Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Favorite to win the MVP for a reason. So if you ask me if it's a good win by the Eagles or a bad win by the loss, or a bad loss by the Bills, it's got to be the Eagles. Well, 
from where I'm from, 408, San Jose State, stand up, every loss is bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's true. So, it don't matter how you lose, clothes get blown out, don't matter, every loss is bad. This is more impressive for Philly. I mean, to not play well, Josh Allen, one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League, over there on the other sideline. Fourth quarter come, he get the ball first in overtime to go win it, and you get it, and Jalen Hurts say, here, five plays, take this, go home about y'all business. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's an impressive win. About about and the Eagles didn't even have all their guys. They didn't. Man, how could you win? How could you overcome? How to overcome. That's what good teams do. Mm. Didn't play well the whole game, still there in the end. That's make it. it to overtime. Make the kicks. Make the plays. Overcome penalties on the final drive in overtime. Stay completely Two poised. Of Two of them. Two of them. And if I was to tell you that that's, those were the penalties you would have on that final drive, any other team would not be able to overcome that. This is a great Eagles win. Yes, the Bills gave them their best punch and they were able, able to overcome it. But we have, not us, but a lot of people still have questions about exactly how good this Eagles team is. Yeah. I think that a team is great when they can overcome adversity mid-game. Win how you win. That's always been the bottom line. The main thing is the main thing in Philadelphia, and that is why I enjoy watching this team so much. Ooh. You saw the ball in Jalen Hurts' hands at the end of the game. You felt they had a chance. Mm -hmm. That is such an amazing feeling. Because when you are in that position that. and you don't feel like you have a chance, <laughs> that is the worst. Like, we got all the way here, but we do not know if this guy can get it done. I don't think people understand how good of a feeling that is. Like, man, okay, minute and 30 left. You break, know it. We good. You know it. Here we go. You know it's what I'm saying? Feeling. I don't want to brag. I don't like to brag. <laughs> I go. felt that little bit. Yeah, you know, know what I mean? Patrick Mahomes. Yes, sir. Little Tom Brady. You know yes, that? You know? So I felt that little no, bit too. Not a little bit. A lot of bit. A lot of bit. Did you feel that? Let me continue. Let me stop. I can't wait because this week is going to be crazy. Niners, <laughs> Eagles. The Niners are favored on the road in the link. That's disrespectful. Oh, hey, that, that is because that's, 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 that's bulletin board in Philly right oh, now. I, I don't worry about the, who, who make the, the, the bet. I, 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 don't, I don't know if they play or not. Anyway, um, you want to take a bet? You want to take a bet? Take a bet. You, you do a lot of rap, but you want to take a bet? Bad bang, show, bang, you do bang, all Let me rap, know. Man. Let me know. You want to take a bet? No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> Joy, you, you want to take a bet? Oh, I might be oh, well, able to bet I'm, you I'm a thousand. Because all right, well, I mean, okay. Well, well. You just lost a bet to me for the just thousand. Let me know, so guys. Let me know, guys. <laughs> when we return, you will be appalled to see what a Steelers player did in the middle of the game. I don't know if I've seen behavior this wild in a long time. Deontay Johnson. Oh, that's huh? Oh. Huh? We're going to comment on that one. That was crazy. Next, after the break. Joey Mike Thomas, not going for that. No. Family, we're in our two-minute drill, and this is shocking. The highlighted player at the top, Deontay Johnson, wide receiver. A ball is on the ground, and he seemingly just gives up on it. He's expressed his frustration, James Jones, all season, but this was wild. What'd you make yeah. of it? What did I make of it? Come on, man. You at least got to put your hands on the guy first and foremost. All right, I played receiver, so we know DBs ain't really trying to tackle, but at least put your hands on him like you're trying to block, and then, bro, that's a fumble, man. Do something. You got to do something, bro. Do something. Wow. Like, this is this is what your teammates cannot see on film, bro. That's what they Yeah, that's rough. And that's bad. And that's not still their football right there. I played oh, in the Pittsburgh in college. Tomlin ain't going for this, Joy. No, no he's I don't not. Know what he going? I mean, I mean Beyonce, no, he's not. though. Hey, I mean, you don't even want to, like, get, like, you don't want to, like. He ain't even. Hey, you know what I mean? Kenny Pickett, give me the ball, dog, and I'll play. <laughs> hey, that's Family, crazy. Appreciate y'all hanging with us. We'll see you same time tomorrow. Andy Reid would be so mad right there. Woo.